dollars, I know it don't matter. It's just me and dollars, you know it's just drive. I'm high five with them switches. Just me and Rod trying to go on that note. Come on. Big, 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 big boss butter on the beat. It's an anti-beat, the anti-beat. This is Petro Games. You fucking with them, no pass, we curry. You shooting off the hill, we gon' make you a hashtag. I'm about to go spend me some thousand. Let's tell that bitch and go get him, she bring him to me. I'm jamming like shit, I keep missing my flight. and shit going on, bitch, cut on your life. Try jamming this water with us, getting bread. I've been out on whoever wanna make me a perk. Like C Divine the Divine X is Bree India, AOE Tavern, and I'm here with my guest. Big boss butter, the one and only CEO of Petrogear. That's and I appreciate you coming out. But this is the I Am Who segment, as we know. Self-Journeys is the flow. Eight Tavern goes wherever I go. So I'm vibing with a new creator there in the self-journeys flow. We're going to start off diving straight into the segment. I'm starting off with the I am who part. It's just about you. It's changing the question of who am I to you making a firm statement of who you are. Okay. And then we'll get into the second part of the interview, which is the what do you do. Okay. And the third part is reverse the host where you got to ask me a couple questions, one to one three That's questions. Cool. Starting off, you had to the challenges to be able to start off with the I am who portion. Okay. Speaking about yourself without talking about what you do yet, because we're going to save that for this part too. Okay. So if you got like a word that describes you or like a mantra you go by or a quote, give us a, the word that's, that represents you and give us that quote or mantra you go by. Alright. The best word that describes me and what I go for is unification. Mm, you know about that? Unification. Like, nobody is. See, I'm from Chicago, so okay. me moving from Chicago, it's a whole different, a whole different mindset compared to the DMV mindset. So, me yeah, being from that area, mm -hmm. I brought that mindset to the DMV, and it's work, but my mindset is all about uni unification. Like we gotta unify more people that that share like-minded subjects. And have like a similar vision. Yeah. Okay, and see a bigger vision. Yeah. I like that, yeah. and because ultimately, um, that's what the show is mostly about is okay. talking about um, cohesiveness, especially in the DMV area. I want to get your idea of how you feel things can be done in the DMV to bring more uh, camaraderie and cohesiveness. Um, but also, since you've been here, like, what do you see is the pro and con coming out of your city? So basically, you came from Chicago. But since you live in the DMV, I don't want you to give a pro and a con for Chicago, right. but also give us a pro and con about the DMV. All right. Um, I'm going to just start with Chicago because a lot of people don't know about Chicago. But uh, Chicago is a very, it's a cool city, but it's more strict than the DMV. It's very, very strict. It's run by where I'm from. It's run by gang politics. So, okay. like, you know, um, we couldn't wear certain things. 
So if you wear certain things or if you wear your hat a certain way, that means you're from a certain area. Mm, so that's what you mean. It was real specific. Yeah, definitely. So that's a that's a con. But as far as a pro, your neighborhood is your family. Like, okay. like, like I got I got my ass whipped by every every neighbor. You know? <laughs> but. Okay. I still look at them to this day like as if as if, as if they're my second mother or my second father or my uncle. You feel me? So, so y'all had that uh, that village mentality. For you sure, know? Yeah. Like, for sure, and that and that was like that's where I got that that, that word unity from because it couldn't take just my mother to raise a man; it took the whole village to raise the man I am today. Right. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. So now that you kind of went in and you shared that part, how you feel about Chicago. Yeah. Tap into that scene vibe and tell us, uh, well, how long have you been in the DMV? But then tell me what pro and con you see about the DMV, um, you know, in your time here. Because I, I know for me, like, Baltimore is not my home, but Atlanta like a secondary home to me too. You know, so the DMV is my primary space. Right, Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Baltimore. Shit, the DMV, the DMV is, Cool, like as far as like the pros go, like you. All right, how do I say this? It's a wide variety of individuals. Like the DMV consists of all different type of ethnicities. You got Persians, you got Blacks, you got Whites, you got Spanish, you got Asian. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, you gonna run into a lot of different cultures and diversity. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you might have not ran into at a neighboring state or something like you. You're gonna run into a lot of different ethnicities and cultures, so it's sort of gonna define you in a whole different light. You might not even notice it until you go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I see what she's saying. But as far as the DMV, you pick up like a lot of different, a lot of different ventures, and you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's, you it's added very some elements free. to yourself. Yeah, it's a okay. very free place. Like it's cool, like cool fashion sense. You can express yourself however you want. I don't really. The DMV is a cool spot. I just wish it was bigger. Mm. So when it comes to the cons, do you have any cons that you would say? Out of DMV? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what's yeah. I guess the worst or, I guess what's the worst of things? Uh, being a creator and in your space, I guess. Uh, okay, okay. Cons of the DMV, and I don't want nobody to take no offense to this because I can't really say what I do right now. Uh -huh. But um, <laughs> it's a lot of people out here that have a crab in a bucket mentality. Okay. And it's like, we don't wanna see the next man pass the spirit you are. You don't wanna see nobody pass you up. You don't wanna see nobody pass you in financially, uh, physically, emotionally. Just in life, period. Just, just in general, you don't wanna okay. see that. So with that being said, if both of y'all on a low plateau, if you go higher than the next person, they're going to try to pull you back down to that low plateau. And if they can't reach you, that's when they say you are out. All the drama comes. I don't, I don't like this person for such and such reason. Mm. And mind you, whoever know me know that I'm a strong personality. I don't even do all so that, that all that angry drama. <laughs> you hear me? Like, I'm not really with all that. Like, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? But that don't make me a sucker. That just know I'm just more mature about the situation. I know, you know what I'm saying? If you take it to the second step, 
that step can either lead you dead or in jail. The way my mentality make the make the way I work, I just know it's gonna lead me dead or in jail. There ain't no other outcome. So I'd rather, you know what I'm saying, make it to the next day and be more mature about the situation. I'm not a sucker, but I just know I'm not gonna indulge in the sucker activities. I got it. That was a you put that very very crisp for us to gather it before tapping into it and the, the what do you do because I'm gonna bring it back up. Mm. But I just wanted to come from a place of you just as a creator yeah, and not yeah. from your craft. Yeah. Your craft is gonna play it plays a big part in you as a creator. So mm -hmm. I appreciate you elaborating on who you are and how you represent unification. That's a big deal. Let's tap into you before we get into the what do you do. Uh -huh. I have a couple more questions for you about your I am who. So when uh -huh. it comes to like your influences, right? And like you don't have to give every single influence, mm -hmm. even if the community you came from or you grew in is mm -hmm. your influence is mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. But you know how we have like that prominent figure in our life that For we sure. looked up to. They could be another, you know, person in the same area of space as you, mm -hmm. right? That's a celebrity or whatever. But also if you give a prominent figure, name somebody in your personal life, whether it be parents, the older sibling, whatever, mm -hmm. cousin, uncle, whoever poured into you before you reached your creator, you know, comfortability where you know, okay, this is my purpose. I'm in my purpose. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That's a, that's a question. That's a deep question right there. <laughs> so look, I always was the, was a craft. I was always a crafty individual, mm -hmm. but like every other human being, we go through a phase where it's called finding ourselves, but we don't even know we found ourselves yet because everybody else around you might be doing different things, but you don't even really realize that you already tapped into something that you might not want to let go of. Mm, yeah, that's but I got two people that uh, strongly influenced me in everything. Um, one of them is uh, my cousin. His, his, his name his name was Uli. He passed away in 2016. Mm -hmm. But he was like my brother, but he was always, he was younger than me, but he was always twice as hip. Okay. He was experienced mentally. I, I don't know what it was. He just <laughs> had it, everything. Like, he had this swag, he, he knew how to dance, he knew how to dress. He was a person to be like, nah, don't do that, do this. And it always worked, wow. you feel know I me? Mean? And he was short too, like he was just the life, he was a life of the party. So mm. I learned like, live your life because you don't know with what tomorrow may bring and he lived his life and helped me live mine. So yeah, that's bam. Boom. That's 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 like one of the major ones. But the second person that truly influences me to this day is gonna have to be my younger brother. Now the reason why he influences me to this day is cause little bruh, like I'm a I'm I'm very like sporadic and a, I like to just get my hands in a lot of different pots. Okay. But my brother was one of them people that showed me like, once you focus on one thing, this is the outcome, then you move to the next thing. So he gave me sort of a structure with how okay. he moved. He had a his structure is serious. So when I seen his structure, I sort of implemented his structure into my everyday life. And that's how I even got to this point where I'm at today, because of him, because he was being a manager at 19, Stuff like that. Like mm, I've okay. always been. He poured it right into you. Yeah. The ethic. It's not really poured. Yeah. The boss part come from him. Okay. Cool. Yeah. He's a major. And then you said this was your older brother? It's my younger brother. Wow. Yeah. It's my younger brother. Well, shout out to the king uh mentioned. Bonfi, his name is Bonfi. Like, 
Okay. Yeah, that boy is serious. He's and condolences to the to the loss. Um, Long live Ringo, man. You know what's going on. We ain't even. We not sad over him. We not sad over losing him. Because everybody in this world, gonna, you're going to live today and you're going to die tomorrow. Whether that time is today or tomorrow, you're going everybody has an expiration date. Mm -hmm. The whole point of life is to live. To the fullest. Live through your expiration date. Don't be a sour, a sour gallon of milk and never be used. Never never get poured and never never have nobody experience no, no jizz, but you got to live life, man. You got to. I, I I love that because I I usually ask for a word to be said. You automatically are giving you know yeah. gems. Please yeah. take these gems in, y'all. Real still. Next two questions are motivation. Um, so I encourage a lot of like self you know love self care, not sure. just for women but for men as sure. well. You know doing that a lot sure. for themselves. And I know I want to know how your work life balance is with your business life because you know you can let us know if you have family and how it is that you manage that lifestyle. Yeah you know, that you have and still be a creative? That's my first question. Yeah, I mean, everybody got family. Yeah. You know I mean? like, and I would just like, and when you speak about it, kind of tell us too, like some tips on how other creators can manage that work-life balance with their family. Like, facts. Um, and um, you're a father. Yes, yes, I'm a father. So yeah, shout out sure. to the fathers because that's a part of your major creativehood right there. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a real father though. Mm -hmm. like, Father that really that's really there for Excellent. for the for the for the little ones and other little ones. Okay. A father to a yeah. lot of little ones. But a father ain't nobody but somebody to show somebody how to be somebody. Mm -hmm. Straight up. Like we all need somebody to look up to. Thanks. Everybody do. You gonna know, one day realize like I'm the person that I gotta look up to, but everybody somebody look up to when you was little, you looked up to superheroes, Barbies. So you've been teachable. Yeah. That's good. No Some question. people um don't know how to be teachable, so then they don't know how to be a teacher. Yeah, so they no seem question. like you play a big role in that. I come from so, Chicago. Facts. Shouts out to Chicago too. I've been there once, I gotta go back though. I can't wait to meet the artists that I plan to connect with. Shout out to the Render family. Shout out to him. So when it comes to uh that part, yeah. you just basically saying to balance it out, just I mean, yeah, I mean I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, like the person I am. I be like tunnel vision, so sometimes I gotta get real back in and be like, hey, snap out of it. Okay. You gotta pay more attention. But at the end of the day, I'm a person, I'm I work hustles, like I got I do have a job too, besides my own business. That's what I mean, like work life balance. How do you yep. do that? It's a lot. <laughs> okay. You just got you gotta you gotta take time out, like you gotta plan, like, okay, on Thursday, it's gonna be no sessions, I'm gonna just take care of this business mm -hmm. on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm going to work. But on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'm going to do studio. Okay, so like scheduling. Yeah. They must take it back to what your brother, you know, poured into you exactly. about structure. Okay, so all of this timing. It all, it all, it works. all works together like a it puzzle. It works. Okay, so then, then then I can go straight to asking you then what your regimen is. Because some people don't have one already. Mm -hmm. But she said you went through an awakening. And I, I've gone through that same thing. And I've met people who have and people who don't really know what I mean by it. So in this particular conversation, I'm able to ask you then. What is your, your regimen just for you? What is just the regimen for Boss Butter? Like, do you have like a thing where, do you meditate? Do you write? Is your journaling your thing? Do you mm. use your music as your therapy? Or do you have something that's just for you that's tucked off, you don't do with the family or nothing, it's just you? And mm. if you don't do that, is that something you want to incorporate in your life for your self-care element as a man, you know, okay. having to maintain yourself and keep yourself grounded in what you do as a creative? Facts. 
The way I look at it, it's all about your mental stability. It's how you're going to take care of yourself and your wealth mm -hmm. and your health. So if I wake up in a bad mood, I'm knowing I got to be around people. I got to get myself together. I'm going to be honest. Like mm -hmm. I partake in 420 activities. So oh, yeah. A lot of us wake up and cheat. That, that'll calm me down. You feel me? Like I won't go off the edge. But let's say, you know what I'm saying? Like every day not going to be the best day. But if you wake up that day, it's a good day. So I always keep that in the back of my head. Like, okay. So you wake up into affirmation. You yeah, already have gratitude sure. for the day. That's what I do. I keep gratitude sure. with me. Before I close my eyes, when I wake up. I'm thankful. You feel me? Like, you got to be thankful. For what's, I'm thankful for this right here. You feel yes. me? Like, I appreciate you gotta it. You got to be thankful for everything. You know? You got to be thankful. Everybody. Shit. Yesterday, nobody knew me. Yeah. And sometimes that be that overnight thing. You know? You and like, people will find out. And be circulating. So, okay, now last question before we get into the meat of this is your challenge. I like to have like um, kind of like a testimony, but it doesn't have to be something of your most harsh stories. But you know, out of the things that you've gone through in life, and this is how we're going to transition into what you do. So, if mm -hmm. it has to be something aligned with what you do, cool. But it has to be um, like a, like I said, a story or some type of example that you can give of a challenge you've had, right? Especially um, a tie to your career, or it can be personal. And then give us the part where you overcame it and how you overcame it. And um, yeah, just how it impacted your life and your growth because we all have that, that game-changing thing. Um, and it doesn't have to be because of a loss, but if mm -hmm. that is something that was a major impact on how you changed your mindset, shifted your life, made a difference to yourself, you know, share that because this is something that I, um, my youngpreneurs, I want them to see as well. Sure, for sure. Um... All right, that was a good question. That was a good question. Um, something that truly impacted me to be me. Mm -hmm. A was, challenge that hit you, and then you you found a way to get my through first it. child. Mm. Autumn, Autumn. She was. That was a challenge. That was a, that was a, a challenge. I was scared of her before okay. she came into this world because you know I'm young. You know. Um, I'm 19. I'm 19. About to have my first child. And for all the young fathers out there that had their child at this age, or maybe even before, you gonna know what I'm speaking on. So, mm -hmm. you you know, you, you a child yourself. You only been on this earth for 19 years. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm just getting. I just got a work permit at the age of 15, 16 years old. I've only <laughs> only been able to work for three years. Yeah. So, how you handle that? Like, how did you handle the? The, the stress of it and overcome it, Sheesh. or you just right. did that after she came type of thing. You know, it was just one of those in. things where when it happened, it was like it came to me. Okay. It came to me. You I, grew I, through her being in your life now. For sure, like it, it it came with a lot of maturity. I mean, I don't know about y'all at nineteen, but when I when I was nineteen years old, I was a totally different person than <laughs> what I am today. You feel me? So. Um, that sort of put a hope and put a grasp on the mindset I got today. Like, mm -hmm. think about what you're about to do before you do it, because everything has a consequence. Everything, every action has a reaction. So it's like, okay, I'm about to have a child. I know this is gonna be a challenge for me to stay out of trouble, get my head on straight, and take care of this child. How am I gonna do it? That's what was going through my head. That was the challenge. How the hell am I to do this? So, yes. And was that home? Was that in Chicago or in your new home when you made a home? This was, in, this was down here. Okay. This was down here. 
This was down. This was in Burnley. So um, that was the challenge, and that was that was the start of my life for real. That was the real. The day she was born on September 11th was the start of my life. Oh, shout out to baby girl. It's my mother's birthday. Yeah. So that was the start of the, that was the start of who I became right there. Like no ifs, ands, or buts. If it wasn't for that, then I don't think I would be able to take on challenges the way I take on them. Because that was the hardest challenge to raise a to raise a black queen in this world. Mm, that's powerful. I appreciate you sharing that because a lot of people wouldn't, you know think about it like that, like how, how impactful it was for them to have that honor of being a father, becoming a father, taking on that role, and then having a responsibility other than yourself at yeah. such a young age. That's a that's a big yeah. thing. And you overcame it by still doing what you need to do and kept going yeah. for your own craft. So um, now we're about to get into this I am who, who are you, what do you do? So before we start tapping into this craft, um, we can still talk more about you, but it's gonna be adding more of what you do into the picture, right? My first question is gonna be, as a creator, um, you can share with us your your real name or your stage name or both of them, however you wanna do this, but when you say your stage name, your creator name, tell us where it came from, like everything having to do with it, and then also your business like that represents that, your brand, you know? What is the name of that? And tell us about that too, as a creator. And third about the creator, your position, your main position as a creator, and then the other positions you play. Okay. Uh, Big Boss Butter, it came from, it came from this cat I used to work with in, this, in, in D.C. Okay. So it was like a little moving job or whatever. Okay. A little moving job or whatever. His name was Snoop. And he always be like, man, you smooth like butter, bro. You were smooth. <laughs> but he just called my name Antonio. Man. Okay. So he's like, bruh, I ain't calling you Antonio, your name Butter. He just called me, he just kept calling me Butter. So then, you know, time go by, everybody just calling me Butter. And it stuck with me after that. It just made sense. He was like, man, you smooth. Like you like you can you say say somebody get in trouble. I talk to the boss, it's not nobody in trouble no more. Mm. He laughing about the situation. That's why I'm I got that name about it. Okay. <laughs> that was a real Shout easy way. To OG Snoop. Okay. <laughs> so then um so then elaborate on the primary position that you have as a creator okay. and then the other elements to that. See, alright. My position that I play. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, as a creator, songwriter, okay. uh one of the main producers of the DMV area. Um I put together this collective called Petro Gang LLC. Um, that collective consists of artists, a couple artists, Goonie, rest in peace, Fat Trap, Lil Rob, Fat Pat, Fat Holly. The list goes on. It's a lot of it's a lot of artists in that in that boat. Okay. But the producers is where <clears throat> people really start taking. Recognitions along with Fat Trap too. Don't get it twisted. Trap is definitely a goat. Rest in peace to him. But my producing team, we got Maxo, Anti, Ease, Reggie, Brazonde. It's a, a million producers. Like okay. I, I got, I got honestly like thirty five producers. So the whole DMV. No offense to the DMV producers, but we we running that right now. It's all you hear is Petro, and that's all you're gonna hear in the DMV right now. 
until we get to the next cities and take it over. That's all people going to hear for a long time. <laughs> you see, you got that vision you, and you pushing Damn, it. So for a long time. Speaking that into yeah, existence. Y'all know what's going on. Big balls. We dragging. dragging it's cool. Coming. I'm honored to have you on my show today, especially. especially Thank you. Yeah, pushing Thank it out. Thank you. No question. We we doing what we supposed to do. All my men is grinding. I, and, I, and the thing is with me, it, I respect the DMV. I want, I want to be uh, one of the people in the DMV when they look back and they'll be like, hey, that, that guy right there, man, he was, when it's all said and done, they're going to be like, man, that guy right there, he, he kicked it off. <laughs> he kicked it off for the underground because I'm not a person to ever go towards like the people that's popping. Like, I'm not, I'm not that person. I like to work with. The underdogs. The, under, mm -hmm, the ones that they don't give the time. They don't give the time mm -hmm. to the underdogs. Because I was always an underdog. Yeah, like I just told you, my man Ringo was a top dog. I was an underdog. He had to put me in position. So by that being said, I always said, I'm going to always work with somebody that I don't think they can be on the level as the next man. And, and you about, back to what you said in the beginning, you about unity and unification. So wow. you bringing it all together. Bringing it together. That is much appreciated. Make sure y'all tune in and, and follow him on all platforms no too. Um, which I'm gonna have you, you know, say those and spell those out for us. But before I do, I wanna ask you more about your business. So Petro Gang, um, I've actually, that ring bells for me too. So and you can kind of brief us on past things you've done, any projects that you personally have, have out and um, you know, how we can reach that platform if you have a website. But I really want to know where you plan on going in the present, in the future. Where, where, no it, what, what you want to share though? Because I know some things no are surprise, no but what can you share with us? Okay. All right. Um, well, right now we got. If you go, you know, all streaming platforms. You just type in Big Boss Butter. It's gonna be some good music that pop up. Um, B I G G B O S S B U T T A. All right. Big Boss Butter. butter. Yeah, people like butter, like not nah, it's, it's butter. It's with teas, all right. But um, I just dropped Living Legends, hosted by DJ Laron, and uh, I did a, a joint project with Anti on this one. So we, you know, we be work. We were working all around the city, so we just put out a tape, and it's going, it's going up right now. We're doing real, real good numbers. It got ten thousand in the first week. Go ahead, congratulations. Yeah. It did, it did so y'all know about it, but if you don't and you just tapping in, make sure y'all look him up. Yeah, we doing good. I mean, we and that's on you just giving them a platform for yeah, IG. Um, that's my IG right there. But okay. what about YouTube? You got YouTube, YouTube. You can type in Big Boss. Everything. Big Boss, but everything the board. is Big Boss, but all across the board. I don't have no. I don't have no Facebook. I do, but I don't use Facebook. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't kind use of Twitter. Off. None of that stuff. I just use <laughs> IG. I got TikTok, same thing, Big Boss Butter, all that. But mm. type that in, you're gonna, you gonna see me. We dropping videos, videos catching 100,000 in a month. All my, you can go check them, man. Going crazy, man. Right. We, doing, we doing something, you feel me? Like, it's something. If I got 10 views, man, that's 10 new people that, that got introduced to some good DMV culture drinks. Yes. I just got I, I bunch of new artists. And I had like twenty views on one of my songs. I was like, twenty people look at me. Yeah, that's what? how you got. That's how you supposed <laughs> to feel. You supposed right. to feel that way. Like, right. you know. I love deck twenty. Like, and whoever else one time, and like, I'm open to that. So I, I checked your I checked your song out. It was like the little 
flower, be under little flower. Rubber like, Lotus, oh yeah. I check that joint, it's thank dope, you. it's dope. Thank you, you thank you. Me? I like I'm the concept of it and all that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to introduce my sister to you too because she's a young uh, producer herself, so. She made the beat? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, somebody made this beat. Yeah, it was a younger. That's not a YouTube beat and that's the way to go. The way you did it is the official way. She did some stuff that a lot of y'all not doing. She got her own production. She shot her own video. Y'all need to understand what that means. If y'all getting YouTube beats, let's let me give you a little a little scenario. A little gang, little gem. All right. Thing. Let's say you get a YouTube beat, and let's say this song blow up, bro. Like you, like it go it goes somewhere that you didn't expect it to go, right? Mm -hmm. Once that producer get wind of what you did, he gonna take 65% of your royalties. He gonna take, he gonna have the 50 plus another 15. Of your stuff. Of your stuff. <laughs> so I wow. advise y'all to start tapping in with your local producers. If you don't like your local producers, like ask them if you can make the type of beats that you want. See, see where they, see where they mental at. If you ask me for a beat, I got you. I can make whatever you want, Afro nice. beat. Whatever, okay, like reggaeton, yeah, anything, whatever you need, bro. I make Britney Spears beats, but it's like you gotta ask me for it. Like I'm not just gonna. Those are more like customized beats. Yeah, custom beats, mm -hmm. custom beats. You feel me? Like real good customs. You hear me? Like, but whatever beat you need, if you're producing, not producing, he should he should be able to make any beat for you if he's a real producer. If he's not a real producer, he let him stay in his lane. He's a lane producer, but a real producer can make beats all across the board, man. Right. Yeah. I appreciate you know, how to do our part. I know we just come to do the recording, yeah. but you know, some producers, they do the feedback for free. And you got some producers that's like, nah, if you want to sit down and have me tell you about what you could do to improve your sound and da da da. Some of them charge for that, you know, yeah, a yeah. good rip up and do, which I understand, you know, you got to make your money how you need to. But as an artist, I understand that, that we have a budget, you know, yeah. just like anybody else. So, yeah. what? Who are you as a producer, and what annoys you, and what do you prefer your artists to come as? Like, how can they come correct when they come Ooh. to you? Right. DMV know me. What's going on? I don't. I don't be on no press time clock shit. Okay. And what I mean by that is like, let's say, let's say the artist booked two hours, mm -hmm. and his session go over the two hours, or let's say I didn't mix his song down. I'm not going to necessarily tax him for that shit. Mm -hmm. And then, let's say the artist is having trouble with it. I'm going to try to help him. I'm not going to press him out for... I'm not going to give him the game to press him out for money because we're not making music for money. We're making music because this is what you want to do. Now, if I'm going if, if to press him out for money, it's just going to be for the beats in the studio time. Mm -hmm. As far as like... Me giving people input. If I rock with you, you gonna get input from me. Okay. If I don't say nothing, that's a part of your character. Yeah. Person. Okay. If I don't say nothing to you, then it is what it is. But that's rare. Like that's 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 rare for you me. You usually naturally get feedback. Okay. You supposed to. I mean, if you care about your own craft, mm. I'm putting out a beat and I'm engineering. And I your name will be on that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I need you to be that instrument to make this pop. So we gotta honestly put both of our heads together to make somewhat of a thing that we both agree on and that we think the world would agree on. 
Okay. Yeah, because it, it's, it's something that artists needed to hear, you yeah, know, coming no into question. the studio and working with you. Those who aren't already working with you, you know, no you're, you're going to have more people, as you already said, generating mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the word, even if not working with you directly. No question. They need to know how Petro Game, you know, produces work. How you yeah. function? We, we function well. We Transparent with your, uh, with your audience. Yeah, we're not trying to tax. We're not trying to tax people. I mean, the name of the game is money, but at the end of the day, if you, if this is our city, we gotta show love to the neighbor. Mm -hmm. We gotta show love to the people in our city. So, like, so we can go up. If we don't all show love to each other, we're not gonna go nowhere. Yeah, I was just saying that um, recently. Yeah. You gotta support the ones in the industry with you. You yeah. know, just the same way you looking for people who just listen to music Facts. to support you. Because Facts. the ones who I feel as though your first fan besides supporter besides yourself yeah. are the people that you doing this with. Like the people Facts. that show up to the industry, the studio after you, the producer, Facts. the other Facts. artists. Those are the main audience for real at first, especially yeah. in showcases. So. You said you said what annoyed me. You know what annoyed yeah. me in the studio. Mm -hmm, it's two things that annoy me in the studio. It's, let's say like you come and have a session, but you bring four of your friends. Oh yeah. Those four friends gonna be in your ear. They gonna doing they they doing too much. I like it just to be me and the artist so we can focus and lock in mm. on what it's supposed to be. When 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 you go to work at McDonald's, you don't bring your four men to go work with you. Thanks. You go, you go your in money, the doctor's you go in office, you don't bring four men to go get checkups with you. I appreciate you yeah, bringing that in When you got your girl, <laughs> you, you ain't about to go do your date. thing, you ain't bringing four dudes in the room with you. So it's like, right. why we got to do it right there? It's going to just be a little distraction. It's always somebody fighting or somebody arguing. This person might not get along with that person. Right. It, it or they downplaying the sound that you thought was good because it's good vision. Something. Yeah. It's always something. So yeah. that... that that's one thing, and the second That's thing real. is the support of the DMV. I see, I see people put up little baby posts and little Dirk, happy birthday, little Dirk, happy birthday. But <laughs> your man next to you just dropped a single, and you not bold enough to tell him, "Hey, bro, I don't like it," but you bold enough to not post it. And you doing more shady stuff than just that right. Just keeping a hundred, hey, bro, I'm not posting this because. I personally don't like. I don't song. rock with the song. You need to switch up your flow or something. Tell people that instead of just being on some. Bro, I ain't see it or bro. Just I, being phony. I, I don't get it. Keeping it authentic. You hear me? Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, that was that was real and raw information, y'all. Keep it authentic. Yes. You that originality is no joke. Like. You can't, and then it's a lot of competition because of that. Because you don't know who you bring into this studio that actually, just because they're your friend outside, don't mean in this particular area of your art they're going to be respectful of. Because they know you from, especially if it's childhood friends, you know, they be overlooking, like, boy, you, all right, he playing in the studio again. Like, people don't be taking you serious. So, yeah, no and like Erica Badu said, most artists who really are serious are sensitive about their art. So, yeah, yeah just like the producer is sensitive about the space and his, uh, you know, interpersonal connection with the artist in the studio. So respect the producer's space and respect your time as an artist booking when you booking. Because don't be mad at the producer when you feel like your time was wasted <laughs> because you sat there and did this one song for two hours straight, changing and changing because your friends was there telling you something more. Yeah. <laughs> and that happens, you know. Wasting money. <laughs> 
they waste like with me. I won't even ask for the money. I just won't ask you back. You can't come. You can't be around my energy no more. My energy, <laughs> you see how you move it. My energy is more money than your little sixty to hour. You hear me? I'm worth more than one twenty. <laughs> so you got it, bro. You just won't see me. You can go to another studio, and they gonna and they gonna tax you and do all that other stuff. And you gonna realize butter was just on good terms. Butter was on some good money. Why couldn't I just work with you? Why couldn't I just work with you? <laughs> I appreciate that. And yeah, it's setting on an honorable pace with your energy because, um, you know, it's good for people to know that that's the mindset you have because a lot of people yeah. don't function off of energy. It's like people getting into their body, but they respecting the energy of themselves and others. Trying to, I think. Yeah. I think we have a little awakening around. Yeah, yeah little, like a little community, little people doing the thing. But until we all get there, it's going to be those one or two that you got to just be willing to snap into the, uh, you know, to the groove of like, all right, look, I'm just protecting my space. I'm not being selfish. I'm not being rude or disrespectful, but I'm respecting your energy while I'm protecting my own, you know, and that's all it be. I respect that. Yeah. Respect. All right. So I did want to ask as well um, when it comes about what you do and where you're going. So do you do any foundations or because I know you said you like to work with younger, you know, people. Do you do any type of programs, even if not children, but like peers or like, you know, how do they get involved? Not, not yet. yet. Okay. So that, but it is something that is mentally working on. Like around September is coming out, but basically I'm about to give, I'm opening up uh, my first studio. Um, once we open up that studio, we're going to have a kid's room and the kid's room. If you're going to be able to bring your child there to write whatever nursery rhymes, Lullabies, birthday. You can. You're basically gonna be able to make custom birthday songs or whatever you want to make mm, for your good. child. So your child will be able to make his own first song at the age of four or five years old. And you can do whatever you want. You can go viral with it. This is the this is the the, the generation. Everything's about viral. So your little kid can make a song. You can go put it out, make a video for him, whatever you want to do at the media page, at the media stage. So it's about to go down for the little kids. But as far as like. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's current things going on. Not yet. I wanna. I wanna get in with the kids. Like you know, I love the kids. Like but. But right kids. now, you just invested in. Um, I'm investing in making sure Petro Gang is known. We get. We we we. I'm just making sure. You building your brand right now. Yes. Okay. We're that's that's real. We're All building right. it right now, and we got some future projects coming out too. Uh, you know, they just free. They just free judo. So you know, for those who know me and know judo you know what's about to go down okay um i'm about to drop basement music three you know that's about to be i'm about to get everybody from the city like that's the that's, third one though so you got some other yeah no so, yeah i got i got i got two i got basement music one that's the first one that dropped that's what put me on that's what like got people to realize i was a threat like that mm -hmm. basement music one basement music two came out and it, was flawless as well. Is it you rapping or are you doing beats? I don't rap. A compilation of artists. I don't rap. Okay. I just get the whole city on, on mixtapes. Is that something that people can audition for to be on one of your mixtapes, or do you have selections of Petro Green right now where you branding them uh, and pushing them? It's it's more so like all right, so that's how it might go. Like I record a lot of people, and a lot of people might not act on the song that we did, or they might not shoot a video for it, or they might put it out on the CD and it's not well known. Mm -hmm. So what I would do is I'll take the music that I find <clears throat> good at that time and I'll put it on one big collective. Okay. And then it's back like the old school, like when old school they did mixtapes. Yeah, 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 it's a thing. That's why I was like, I wonder if you was yeah. doing that, okay? Yeah. I'm not a rapper. 
Okay. I write. You did say you were a writer. Yeah. I write, but I don't rap. Like, so you make the beats and you do the writing. Okay. Everybody always like, you need to rap. No, 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 no. That's not, not my. Interest. That's not my style. Okay. Like, I'm behind the scenes with everything. I'm about to say with a name like Butter, you probably like to be in the cut a little bit more. Know, you be I mean, right at the show too, right I'll on the there. stage. I on know the what's going on, on <laughs> but you feel me? Like I'm, 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 I'm all about making, making everything line up and. You like to see the vision come. Yeah. No okay. Question, no question. Yeah, but shouts out to the people who like to be behind the no scenes question. just as well as the performers. I like the uh, questions and the conversation we've been having today, and I hope to be able to connect with you on other ways, um, 808 Tavern with Petro Gang or anything. I do a lot of different things. I hope to do and plan events, um, friendly competitions between record labels and different places like oh, that. Dope. So the fact that's that you're dope. doing what you're doing with Petro Gang is a big deal for me. When I set these things up, I have an actual little company that reaches. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, so... Moving forward, um, do you have any last word to give to the crowd before we jump into the reverse the holes? Sure. And um, anything you haven't mentioned about um, your brand as well as yourself? Um, before we turn it over, I just want to say, uh, yeah, as far as Petro Gang, I appreciate everybody that's, you know what I'm saying, tuning in and giving us eyes and looks. I don't care if you like us, love us, hate us, whatever. The attention's good. We appreciate it, you feel me? Um, long live all the guys we lost. Long live Trap Man, man. Long live my brothers, you feel me? Goonie, he about to come out strong, Judo. All the Petro Gang artists, Thypad, all like Holly, all of them. Black Pete, they all about to come out. They about to, they about to get on. They about to get on everybody's top, I promise you. All my producers, man, y'all doing y'all thing. Shout out to Maxo. That, that guy right there, he's the, the guy I'm speaking about, Maxo, anti them. Them two young boys, they changed the whole sound of the DMV. If it wasn't for them two youngins right there, the DMV wouldn't, the underground DMV wouldn't be where it's in at. In the direction it's Yeah, coming. I'm telling you, especially Maxo. Maxo. Maxo did it first, then anti came and changed it. But together, those boys is dangerous, so. Respect to those boys. Shout, shout out to Light Ease too. He changed it. Like we Chop Star. Those are just some general people that changed the sound of the DMV. And I was gonna say, what is the favorite? What are the I guess the top three or the top sounds of um, Petro Gang? But also in general, um, in your time here as a producer, what have been the sounds of the DMV that you know have? I mean, we know about DMV Drill, yeah. but I know that's gonna be something you mentioned. Definitely DMV drill. I mean, that's that's a sound that's sort of like the streets. Like the streets talk, they whatever they got talk, they need a beat to drag on. That's what they gonna have to say. Let me get a beat to drag on. So we gonna give them something that's grimy and like you know, it's it's, it's dangerous. You know? Okay. <laughs> um, another thing is is like uh, like you know like the plug beats, like the, the okay. Cardi beats, like. DMV starting to get into that wave too, so I've been experimenting on those type of sounds too, and I respect how the DMV is like receptive to those type of beats. Okay. All right, and then the the third one is I'm finally starting to see some decent singers, like some R and B. You know what I'm saying? People starting to come out their shells, men and women. That's cool. I've seen some men that's actually can actually sing. So um, shout out to shout out to the DMV R and B scene. I, it's gotta be another Chris Brown around here somewhere. <laughs> they gonna pop out, oh, right? man. Let's get it, man. We doing all that. I don't wanna take up too much more of your time. I'm gonna take my host hat off. All right. And give you the seat. I got the hot seat. You question okay. one to three or however many you want. Okay. All right. So, um, 
how do you describe yourself and what you do in less than five words? Like, what's the best way to describe what you do for the people? See creators and so creator, hope connector. She's yes. connecting. She's unifying the connectors. See that word so. came back. I'm about to say it came right back to what you said. That's what, what you, you represent. Need. That's what you need. It is. And what's crazy that. is, um, since you questioned me, I, I know you got another question. Mm -hmm. Self unity, peace, love, truth is what my pillars are for self training. Really? Yeah. So unity is the second pillar. G self is you know the G, the God within us. So each person has you know God within them. That's how I view it. That's your you Facts. know your higher self. Facts. And the unity is you know not just the unity within yourself, but the unity you have with other people. But unity within yourself is major because how you align your mind. In your heart, your soul, your spirit, your body, and your mind, you know, everything. So that's, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Alright. Second question I got for you. In the next six months, where do you see yourself and your company at? Ooh, juicy one. Um, let me see. We in March. So yeah, um, I definitely see season two releasing and season three on the on the right right behind it because i'm catching up to some things that i missed so in six months definitely seeing um the seasons be released within the six months and also i'm hoping to get a location because like i said i want to be able to host um you know events and work with djs um especially producers as well and bringing out people to do like a bigger experience on a, on a positive level for not false positivity but you know the good vibes we got enough rah that goes on so you know i want a friendly a fun environment um like i want children to be able to come if people can't leave them home i understand you know but for us to have a good time there to be you know different levels of my events able to pop off Sounds some dope. for the friend, friends and family, some just for the artists and the creators. Sounds dope. Yeah. Sounds, Especially sounds doing dope. creators' parties, though. That sounds dope. Yeah. That sounds dope. That means no fans supporters. Sorry, guys. But some of, some of my events are going to just be for the creators. It's got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> All right. All right. Let me see. Yeah. So I see that you do music. Um, as far as your music career goes, who do you see yourself and what type of genres do you see yourself doing in the near future for your music? Okay, I love that question. I came up with my own genre called Debbie Jam, and that's because I like to compile sounds. Okay. So um, I mostly do R&B, but I do, um, you know, sometimes I guess like poetry, rap type of thing. Okay. I love doing like acapella sounds. I love doing things just based on the melody that I had. So I do a lot of acapella uh, style music, That's dope. and I make the beats with my voice as well. That's so dope. I have fun. You say you're from Baltimore. Yes. Which part of Baltimore? What influenced you in Baltimore to become you? That's a good question. I am a Navy brat, so I was born in Baltimore City. West Baltimore City is the I guess born and raised element of me. But technically, I've been able to live in different places throughout the DMV. So. Um, out of Baltimore, what Baltimore gave me and still gives me to this day is the drive that I have to see difference, to like see difference, see change. So like just coming from a city where the expectation for not just myself, but people in general out of that city is nothing. You know, we don't have a lot of um, high expectations set on the people that come out of my city. So ultimately, 
my personal thing, knowing how great I feel I am, yeah. as I feel as though um, the thing that I got out of Baltimore as a mixture of the pros and cons that are come from it is how to be love. Like I, I talked, I, I was able to learn that I am love the most out of Baltimore and that I can be loved no matter where I go. So it's, nice. yeah, that's the biggest thing that I took from it. You know, it's a disconnect, I feel, between Baltimore and the DMV. The DMV. And like, that's why I'm doing this, because I want yeah. there to be more cohesiveness it's and more. I don't know why people say that, though, because, like, to me, I think people sound uneducated. Like, Baltimore is a city in the state of Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> D.C., okay, the DMV consists of D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Now, At first, we were excluded, though. You know, a lot of times, it was beef between D.C. and Baltimore, so... There were a lot of like people who listened to the negativity placed on the people from Baltimore. But then Baltimore, of course, is another city that's going to clap back. So it was constant like drama. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Steve. The girls get talked down about, yeah, you know, you, we all trade. She compared to such and such. And I don't care about comparison. Yeah. But the drama itself is what I'm done with. Like, I don't have time. And I live in D.C. So it's funny because I live in Northwest D.C., but, I, you know, I'm from Baltimore, but I'm always in D.C. I've danced in D.C. I did a lot of things, but I also have been in Lanham. You know, I moved around. So, like, I'm like a, you know, a floating charm. But ultimately, in the midst of this, I want to see more camaraderie. I want to see Baltimore include itself in the DMV. And shout out to all the producers in Baltimore right now that's working heavy, especially with Coalition's D DJ's DMV, because they're allowing themselves to get out of that whole box that people think that yeah, you know Baltimore, we want to be in. Baltimore yeah. tap in with Petro Gang. Yeah, it's none, inclusive and I, I appreciate I that. None of that funny business. <laughs> Yo, all well, my brothers, y'all still, y'all share we grown same, out here. same color I share. I don't look at that other shit. I appreciate that. And we, yeah. we grown out here. Like, all that stuff we used to talk about in high school, middle school, about to be that's Anything. a jail mentality, you know that, right? And so it's all y'all don't know, that's a jail mentality. <laughs> okay, right? tell, me, tell me about that real quick. Why is that a jail mentality, and why do people take it out of jail and bring it to the Because street? Baltimore and D.C. beef in jail. But if mm. they was to go, if they was to go, uh, go against another city, they would be connected. So it's like... Why not be connected now and start wasting time? That's right? all I'm going to say. I ain't speaking <laughs> on jail politics, but y'all know what's going on. Yeah. You know, you know. And yeah. I just... If you know, you know. Yeah, Another DJ just said right that. Yeah. yeah. But it's going to be more cohesiveness, and I want to see the DJs coming together, and I definitely want to see you connecting. You know, I appreciate you doing what you're doing out here because mm -hmm. it's needed. And, you know, I'm not going to hold up more of his time here, giving us so much time today, so many gems. Sorry, Make sure y'all take that with you before we close out. Can you give a last word? And, um, is it okay if people DM you for stuff, yeah. or do you prefer a text or email? Tap, tap in with me in the DM. Okay. Right. If you get my number, you special. I don't like getting my number. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's crazy. But as far as um, like business-wise, tap in, DM me. I, I do get back. I'm not one of them dudes. Like I'll get back to you. Just DM me to get okay. the sessions. Like It's two pages, Petro Gang Media page, and then Big Boss Butter on IG, and that's B-I-G-G. B O S S B U T T A okay. on IG. So that's how you so follow both of those. tap in with me. You feel me? And as far as the last word, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, 2023, we what? We in our third month, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm spanking the ass. Third month of the, of, the, of, the, of the year, and I'm already. I'm on. Ooh, I'm, on I'm, I'm, on, I'm, on some, I'm on some shit right now. And I feel like this year is going to be very impactful for the DMV. 
long as we don't have a bad mentality, we got to sort of, you know what I'm saying, uplift the, the next person next to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's just, I see you keep doing your thing, you can send a person that message, and that message might encourage them to do more and more and more. So it's like, hey, uplift the next person. Let's chill with the nonsense. Go create something. Thanks. And, 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 and be peaceful, man. Everybody just take it a day at a time. We 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 going through a very rough period in, in this world right now. So everybody need to just encourage and show some love to the next person. Uh, I just think that'll 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 benefit everybody. Yes, y'all heard it right there from the big boss buddy. So I appreciate you again being the creator on the show for Eight Away Tavern. Y'all tap in, make sure y'all check in, find out everything, how to get in touch with the creator, and stay tuned for the next episode of Eight Away Tavern's I Am Who segment. And G Self Unity, Peace, Love, Truth. This is Bree India and Big Boss Buddy. We out, all love. About to take me a flight ride. I load the big four bitch on the big. Bulletproof all the trucks, I can't go out like big. We spinning they block till we dizzy. We spinning they block where they peel the dress. Uh, I put my man on the dress. Nigga was loving, got put in the highlight. Uh.